Welcome to another edition of Do Fools Agree. As always, I'm your host, Michael Reggie, here with my main man, Clifford Jordan Jennings. I wish there was audio for this. <laughs> Tisms and jisms, or is this, that'd be me. <laughs> for the podcast yeah, listeners. I almost, made, I almost <laughs> feel like, I bid you adieu. I bid you adieu. I don't know, I feel like that's the... Uh... The male hand curtsy. It, it is, it is. The bow with the, the little roll of the hands. Yeah, there had to be a, a dickhead that did that. <laughs> the first time. And people were like, oh, look at that. He's look fancy. That. He's That's fa- a fancy dickhead. <laughs> a fancy dickhead. <laughs> so that, I think that. I guess I'm a fancy dickhead. <laughs> so you're circumcised? What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You can find gems and more like this <laughs> in our previous 99 episodes as we enter episode 100 tonight. Listen to infinity and beyond, Mr. Lightyear. Is that because I'm bald now? Yeah, all you need, all you, I was about to say, all you need is a purple hoodie. <laughs> and some wings. Dink. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> That's either a, a negative Trayvon Martin or that's Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> oh, we going in like that. All right, all right. Well, we did say tonight's episode. Tonight's episode is about keeping it 100. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry with that. It, uh, mm. The negative Trayvon, <laughs> like the like Bizarro the, Trayvon, is like, the film, like the film, like the like the film. Oh shit! I, I'm trying to think of a comeback, and I got fucking nothing. Oh yeah. <laughs> nothing else to say. <laughs> Cliff over here looking like the negative Post Malone. No, I don't know. Listen, listen. <laughs> listen. 
solid. Well done, sir. Oh, shit. Good shit. Where we at? <laughs> this is going to either be a really good episode or a really bad episode. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I'm entertained. <laughs> I'm sure you are. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You got any inadverts? My inadverts are ones that I cannot share this Ooh. week. <laughs> you got the unshareables. Yeah. Yeah, one too many divorce meetings, one too many close calls on some dumb shit. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Acting a fool, what can mm, I say? Well. well there, we do have a, we do, we do have a questionnaire update. <laughs> questionnaire works, man. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> fool, every time, uh, even a blind fool catches a nut. I, I catch know. my fair share. Um, <laughs> How's your, how was your week? Your week all right? Had a pretty good week, actually. Yeah? Is this the, are you in the new role? No, no, no. Not, not yet. yet? Not yet. All right. I haven't. But you know, it's funny about that, and I don't know if it's me or the system. <laughs> but remember I told you that Friday that I got the news that they were going, or was it... Well, I told you that Friday. That, that you were going to get the phone call on Monday, yes. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and that's what happened, right. But I to, I thought I told you that I, I did, like, I signed my acceptance letter or whatever, but it didn't go through. Oh, no. I don't think we talked about that. <laughs> no, I didn't know that until today. I oh. signed the acceptance letter, but I didn't know that the acceptance letter didn't go through. So here's what's funny about it is because I'm... I'm going through my work week and my boss's boss keeps asking what my last day is. And I'm just thinking that's odd. Like wouldn't shouldn't you know what my last day is? Like if everything's been filed, right? Not if it hasn't not if you right, haven't right, right. It. So I'm giving them my last day, and then for some reason, like they switched everything from email to like the the thing that we clock in and out of. Gotcha. Now. Is like, it workday? Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. I hate workday is better than e time, but yeah. I don't. I mean, I'm sure there's reasons why they like it more. Oh yeah, workday has I better workflows. I the don't back end. like it, but um, I go in there. After they say that, just because something, it struck me as odd, and I'm glad something made me do it, too, because I went in there and it said, um... Please accept this offer by yesterday. <laughs> no, it didn't even, it's like, no updates or anything. It just said, um, <clears throat> offer letter set for review. Mm. And I was thinking, like, I, not only did I review it, I signed it and submitted it. I even did my manual signature. Okay. Like, because you know it's all e-sign, yeah. you can do a font. No, I did my own <laughs> and hit submit. Gotcha. And I guess it didn't go through. So something said before I did that, well, yeah, before I did that, I, I messaged the lady that I interviewed with and was like, did you ever receive my offer letter by chance? Because something's telling me to review the follow it. follow-up, yeah. 
And she was like, no, uh, not that I know of, which is also another bad sign. To right. me, <laughs> not that why, I know of. <laughs> why the fuck wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you follow up? Right. Why wouldn't you be like, we didn't get it. Like, you know, like. Talent acquisition, man. <laughs> listen, but I sent it again, and, and she was like, it's done. You're hired. And I was just thinking like, like that is, I can't help but think that that is a bad sign to me. Honestly, though, because I don't run shit. Like but you that. have to understand that HR, like, and I love my HR. I don't mean like that's sponsor. a bad sign, and I don't mean to cut you off. But before, I don't mean that that's a bad sign, like that I may not dig the position. But let's be honest, I'm sure I won't. It's a position. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's any job. I've yet to find position. a position I don't like, Cliff. <laughs> you could give me paperclip counter, and I'm probably not going to dig that position. If you gave me paper clip counter for fifty thousand a year, probably not gonna feel that. It's still the job, you right. know what I mean? I right. don't like it. But I'm saying that to say that if you really needed motherfuckers, like you say you need motherfuckers, and you're trying to turn shit around, right? When you have a a, a Devonte Adams or a Cooper Cup out there, you make sure sure you secure the bag. Right before you go on to do anything else. And I'm not saying that that is what I am, but that's what I'm saying. That is what, <laughs> that is what you're saying. I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> you know what I'm People saying? know me. My house smells of rich mahogany. Listen, leather, many leather-bound books. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. So it kind of made it threw me off. But other than that, good week. I mean, keep it 100. Kind of Keep it a butt, yeah. Keep it a butt, pretty butt. Hmm. Good shit. Well, I don't know. We talked a little bit this, I don't know, today, a little bit yesterday about what we were going to talk about tonight. And I think where my thought was, was like, we could do something like listy with like a hundred things or a hundred whatever. I'm like, eh done enough lists lately we did an interview type thing i kind of wonder if we just go through like life lessons like keep it 100 this is all you need to know <laughs> this is all you need to know about life i don't life. know if i'm the guy that you can get that from <laughs> is all i'm gonna say that's what i'll say immediately is i don't know if that's me yeah um Maybe you could give the Q100, you don't need to be doing this. Listen, that's all I'm saying is, like, I can't even say that, right? Because it may work for you. That's true. I'm not the Everybody's guy that's different. Like, yeah, the stove was hot for me. Maybe be cool for you. Maybe be off. You know what I'm saying? That's up to you. Do your thing. That red light might not indicate anything. <clears throat> like, it doesn't mean the camera's on. What are you talking about? Right. <laughs> Listen, that's up to you. But what I will say is, man, I'm like the Dave Chappelle keeping it real go, gone. Go, keeping it real gone wrong. Right. That's that, That's how I get from the whole situation, right? Because, I mean, I'm feeling that way today, especially. And it's about the shit that I talked to you about before the show. Right, right. <laughs> you know, in situations like that, you just got to kind of... You just got to kind of chill out. Yeah, really, yeah. You know? when, when you're willing to go above and beyond, and somebody still wants more, yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, yeah, you doing too well. <laughs> just imagine if I was one. Still, <laughs> just imagine if I was still drinking. <laughs> oh 
There's no way. There's no way I'd make it through this show tonight Listen. without <laughs> spilling some tea and <laughs> you already have. letting it letting it go, man. Letting it fly. You already have uh, Queen Elizabeth. You know? Shit. Alright. But um what were we talking about? I don't know. What That's the whole point. Like we, we did not do a good job of coming up with the topic for our milestone one hundredth episode. But I feel like I was <laughs> But shout out to Superfan. Amanda for the the fool's agree cake. Oh yeah. Shout out. That Thank was you. Uh, that was nice. It was very nice. But um I feel like I was saying something. I don't ever know what you're saying. I do I like though either. how how your shirts get like a cool font and everybody else gets this block bullshit. <laughs> Listen cuz I'm trying to express my style, my personality versus yours. Oh. <laughs> I'm the block letters guy. You're real is that what blocky, you say? Right? And I'm real cursive, pissing the snow. Signing your name. You and know shit. what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. Nah, but the, uh, these is old. These is back when I was just throwing shit together. I still gotcha. get the ones with the oh, oh shit. shit. I'm knocking shit over with the YouTube and the. I wear these so people can see the shit on the back. Oh, okay. Times, times, and and oh, this, are you just a walking billboard with that? That's one? a bit. This is a billboard shirt, so it All gotta right. be more snazzy. I can, I can respect that. <laughs> <laughs> out here, out here, looking like a NASCAR car. <laughs> you know? Listen, but damn, man, I feel like I was saying something, and it, it's still. On my tongue. When we were in that keeping it 100, you were like, uh, for real, I'm the example of when keeping it real oh, goes yeah, wrong. Oh, yeah, I said Dave Chappelle shit, yeah. Um, I wouldn't say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't saying nothing for real. I was just saying what? it. I mean, it was the truth, but it was... Yeah, man. Sometimes you just need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Sometimes you need to keep it 50. Keep it 50? Keep it 55th Street. <laughs> Keep it 55th Street. You see that dude, Crip Mac? The, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sometimes you got to keep it 55th. Can I tell you how disappointed I was at the halftime show that Tupac didn't show up? Man. <laughs> Either in real life or <laughs> hologram form. <laughs> that ain't got no hologram Cause let's be honest. Well, I mean, they had like the box stage, so I was like, that was actually my rationale was that like it was going to be the, right that they could have done it in one of those boxes <laughs> because they could have gotten the projection right, 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 like in one of the house rooms. Yeah, right. Now, I mean, they had it set up perfect, perfectly for you to think that. They oh yeah, right that. before he went into Still Diary, what was he playing on the piano? It was a. Uh, I'm mad at you. I'm mad at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like I said, unpopular opinion. I wasn't a yeah, fan I'm, of it. Ugh. I just ugh. wasn't a fan. Too many white folks liked it for Cliff to like it. That's what it was. I mean, maybe, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I didn't get the analytics. I didn't get the analytics before I decided I don't like it. You know what I mean? But that could be. That could be. That could be it. You know what I'm saying? I could have seen him out in the crowd and was like, ah. Oh, Tisk. <laughs> just, just too much. Tisk, motherfucking tisk. <laughs> nah, it was just uh, 
It was just a concert. Yeah, it was. That that's it was nice it was. that they played a football game around a Dr. Dre concert, though. Right? No, right? No, that's, <laughs> no, that's the thing, though. I will say that, right? Because <laughs> since I found out that I've been missing my brilliant idiots, right? Yeah. I, I listened to the new episode they released today, and he was saying that it wasn't, and I disagree, right? But it wasn't about a performance. It was about, well, I guess I agree and I disagree. He was saying more so it was about the fact that this is the first time actual hip-hop has been amplified on a stage like that. Yeah, I agree. Like, there's never been a situation where they put a rap song or rap anything on live TV. Yeah. Like ABC, NBC, that I mean, despite happen. the fact that all those guys have performed on late night, but late night, right? This but is probably like the first time it's ever Carson been. Carson, or, or not Carson, I say Carson. But, but um, same idea. Like, um, whether what it's, the fuck is the new one? Uh, I don't know. Colbert. Kimmel. Kimmel. Uh, that's not the one I'm thinking of. The, uh, what's the one from the, the movie with Queen Latifah? The ooh. taxi movie. The little one, I don't know. I know who you're talking about. The one who does all the like, <laughs> he was on, sing like shit. Yeah. right, Saturday Night Live or something. I don't know. Uh, why what can't I think of his name? That's going to drive me fucking insane. Yeah, it, it's going to drive me too. And I know. That's that press guy. Right? Jimmy Fallon, thank Jimmy you. Jimmy Fallon. Drive me nuts. But Colbert, Fallon, Myers, Kimmel, they've all done that right, shit. Right, 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 right. You know what? I'm kind of, I'm surprised that nobody's done that from a podcast perspective. Done what? What do you mean? Like the, the, the late night, like the late night vibe, but it would have to be... Almost Jiminy Glickish. You know who Jiminy Glick is? Martin Short. Yeah, where yeah, he yeah. plays the fat interviewer. Right. Where it's like, almost like, what's that? It almost uh, have to be comedic. like Right, right, right. Like, or like Zach Galifianakis. Like real, but satirical. Like, yeah. you'd have to have the right interviewer. I mean, but that, that's... As much as he drives me fucking crazy, like, that's kind of Bill Maher. I mean, he does it on HBO, but, like, I'm sure there's a podcast version of that show. Or a podcast version with him. Is that kind of Bill Maher? I think it is. See, I would have to know, right? Because I'll... Listen, this goes to show how much I know my white men. (laughs) I always get Bill Maher and Conan O'Brien confused. I think so, Bill Maher is much more conceited and um, smug than Conan. Well, see, that's is. the thing. I don't mean like conceited or smug. I almost mean like, uh, what's the dude that interviews all the hip hop dudes? I think he's like. I mean, Letterman did that with his like Netflix series. No, he's like a. I don't even want to say nothing crazy, but. What I think is correct would sound crazy if I say 
I'm not even going to say, say it. I'm not going to I mean, Trevor Noah kind of does that style, too. Like, it's again, it's late night. But you could put Trevor Noah in The Daily Show in its current current form. Let me... In uh, that kind of realm. Let me look up this real-life joke so I can <laughs> say, say it out, out loud. <laughs> because it's going to be... I'm pretty sure... I put Google. <laughs> Clips over here using Google. First of all, I'm Googling Google. Second of all, <laughs> I spelled it Google. Google. That's the French version. You get the you get Google.fr on Listen, that one. Listen, I'm wondering why there's so many accent marks above these letters. <laughs> Google. What was, um, oh yeah, the, uh, I can't say it. Let me just say. Let me just search it (laughs) for the audio listeners. (laughs) Cliff is on his phone googling. I wish you could connect to my phone and and like (laughs) see what I'm searching. I mean, there are ways to do that. Oh my gosh, it came straight up. Okay, so never mind. I'm not gonna say. I'm just going to say his name is Nardwar. Nardwar? Right. Yeah, and I was wrong. (laughs) I don't think you said anything that you can say is wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That's the joke right there. (laughs) Anybody that listens back to that, that was the fucking punchline. That was the punchline right there. <laughs> we broke Cliff tonight. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, Nardwar. He's British and Colombian. He's from Vancouver. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Very. I have no idea what the fuck we're talking about at this point. Uh, oh no, but Nar- Narwar was the dude. I was saying like how he 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 he's a character mm. as he's interviewing. Gotcha. Someone. So like the same kind of shit that Sasha Baron Cohen does. Whether it's Ali G. Or okay, that's the dude. Right. Okay, I didn't know it's. Or name. Borat. That's uh, nice. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not very familiar with his work, but yeah, I guess that is a. Their shits like. Do they not know him? Like he's been Borat since right. we've been in middle school. Do I don't they know, not know? He still that gets it. Both of his movies are like legit interactions with people. But see, my whole thing. Oh, like really? Yeah. See, I always think that his movies are scripted as if they're not scripted. No, because I've seen, like, behind-the-scenes footage from it, and that shit is like, no. They don't know that they're being played. Like, he legit went up at You trying to tell me Bigfoot aliens and the Loch Ness Monster ain't real when it's Americans out here that have not seen him, and he's been around for at least 25 years. Yes. Yes. See, you got me fucked up. Okay, man, listen. This man, the man motherfucking Della effect. I mean. Y'all can't tell me something funky ain't happening because that doesn't make no motherfucking sense. He's still. uh, He's niche, though. Like, 
you either like him or you hate him. And again, most of his shit has been on premium like I don't channels know and about shit. him to be honest. So, but you know, like who he is. Yeah, and, like, I didn't know his name was Sasha Baron Cohen, but I mean, I had heard that name. What did I do with my vape? Oh, this is. <laughs> I think, let's do the over-under. How many times on air has Cliff lost his vape? <laughs> Since the beginning? <laughs> We're 100 episodes in. I'd put it in at least 15, 20. <laughs> I was just about to say that, about 15. I'd say about 15. All right. On air, though, I would say actual, actually, probably about 12. <laughs> probably about that. That 9 to 12 mark. And if I had to put a number on it, I would say... This number goes down 11. every time he says this. No, I would say 11, yeah. Start out with something that, you know, seems feasible and just slowly work it down. Oh, 12! <laughs> what were we talking about? Sasha Fucking Baron, I know, dude. Sasha Baron Cohen. <clears throat> I don't like him. He's a... Uh, I just don't like him. No. I mean, I get it. I'm, I wasn't a huge fan. I don't like most of his character work, but, like, the Borat thing. Mainly because Jake and I went wild with it for a while there in, like, D.C. He had a friend who was, I think, I think he was Portuguese. And <laughs> we're riding around on the subway or on the metro. And this gorgeous... Was gorgeous woman is walking around with like this fuzzy white hat on uh, and his buddy just goes pretty girl in the white hat very nice <laughs> <laughs> you like <laughs> these are good times these are yeah. good times had to be there for that one no it was fucking hilarious i feel like you have to be there for his movies kind of no, I don't mean there in the theater. I mean, like, <laughs> mean there like, on set. Where it's like, happening? Right, there at the moment. <laughs> and even still, I'd probably be like, yeah. you don't recognize this <laughs> motherfucker? God damn, y'all are dumb. Rural Texas, I, I think, is the last I probably wouldn't recognize him like that. I just told you I don't know my white men, so... <laughs> I'd probably mistake him for Dookie Hauser. <laughs> Or not Doogie Ho- Oh, God rest the dead. Screech is dead, isn't he? Neil Diamond? Did he die? I think he did. I think yeah. Wasn't it some kind of overdose situation? I don't know. Don't give me the lie. Yeah, I don't know. But I know I think he's dead. I don't remember. Well, shit. I feel like that was one that got talked about. I was trying to find Fresh Prince. I thought it had come out, but I haven't seen it yet. Um, You talking about, it's not Fresh Prince. Oh, Bel Air. Uh, yeah. It's out. Is it out? It's out. Cause, I've got um, Peacock, and I haven't seen it pop up. I'll really? Because uh, Ashley was watching it the other day. She called me when oh, I... Oh, yeah. And she had it on. All right. I'll check that I one out. I do kind of want to see it, just to see it, but I don't like the casting that they did. I'm just not feeling it. I'm just not feeling Carlton. I'm not feeling Uncle Phil. I'm not feeling Hillary. Yeah. I can't remember Ashley. Yeah, I'm not feeling it. I don't know. You know, like, usually shit like that where you have that preconceived notion, it, like, 
flips you. Like, it I don't does. know it's going to be like that. And But I, I think that that's part of, I think that's an expectation. We talked about it before. Expectation management, right? Like, if you go in with low expectations, yeah. you're more likely to be impressed or surprised by it. The problem comes when you go in with high expectations and then you're nothing but disappointed. Well, see, unpopular <laughs> opinion, I wasn't the biggest fan of Will Smith of Fresh Prince. I believe that. That makes sense. Remember I mean, it's I not said, for everybody. I think I've said it all here that I was more of a Martin guy. I didn't yeah. like watching Will Smith like nah, that. Will Smith was for white folks. <laughs> I think that was de- I think that's deja fucking boo. I think that's deja vu. Well, that's what happens when you've done 100 episodes. Listen, Sometimes we have the same listen, fucking conversation. This whole shit's a mirage. Simulation. There's been a glitch. I'm trying to tell you this is the Mandela effect. I had I had a sharp spot of deja vu this this week? No, it was the tail end of last week. I always like that feeling. I don't mean to cut you off because I want to know your deja vu. But weird fact about me, I love those deja vu situations. And I'm going to tell you why. And I also love the the same feeling I get is I love those situations where you wake up somewhere and forgot you were there before yeah. you went to sleep. And you're like, where the fuck? Okay, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I think the the feelings correlate because when I get deja vu, I get an eerie feeling. Yeah. Like a, whoa, watch out. Something like, yeah. something, something, everything's connecting. Something might be about to happen type shit. And it puts me on edge the same way when I wake up, I'm immediately on, not like an adrenaline rush, but it's like a, Get your bearings together quick because right. you don't know where the fuck you're well, at. No, I think adrenaline rush is precise. Like, I think that is you what it is when, what you, wake, when is? you wake up and you're like, I'm not sure where I'm at. Like, your heart rate's fine. Right. Like, it's like, this isn't normal. This isn't familiar. Right. Get my... And I don't know. You know I, what's weird? I guess I just like being in that place. Like, yeah. that... That will happen to me, like, if I go and stay at someone's place. Never really happened to me in a hotel before. Like... You are absolutely... I've had it happen to me at my father's house. Yeah. The last time I remember feeling that way was uh, with Michelle and Chauncey up in Pittsburgh. Was waking up and being like, where the fuck... Oh, oh, that's right, that's right. (laughs) I don't remember the last time I've had that feeling, but I like it. I do like it. I mean, flip side is, like, these days, I don't wake up anywhere except my bed, so... It's almost like it's almost like nightmarish, and I'm not saying that I like nightmares. But you're not saying you don't like them. Nobody likes a nightmare, but there's something about the feeling of waking up and being like, "I'm tripping." Yeah, you know what I mean. Like when you're in the nightmare, you're pumping. You're you know. Yeah. But when you wake up, you're like. Okay, you're tripping out. And it's kind of the same feeling where it's like you wake up and you're like, okay, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I remember going to sleep here. I'm tripping out. I don't know if deja vu quite fits in that category, but you get the same emotional effects from it. A little bit. Well, me at least. No, and to your point, like, it depends on what the situation is. Like, this one was a very mundane Yeah, I was thing. about to say, I still want to know your deja vu. Though. Yeah, like, we were talking about... It, and the reason I know it was a deja vu scenario from a dream, and we, I, 
I've been I've talked about it on these shows before. Like, oh, we're gonna get back my, into that. My dreams have a bad tendency of being premonitions. Like, so we're gonna get back into. I'm glad you said that, but continue. So this one was real mundane. It was like three weeks ago. I had a dream talking about. It was something like international testing. And at no job point... Job related? Job though? related. Okay. At no point in my career have I ever had to deal with, like, international testing. That's funny you say that. And not last week, but the week before, what was I talking about in a meeting about something I know nothing about? Fucking international certification testing for a new product we're launching. For real? Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. And literally, I'm like... I heard the same voices in the dream that were on this call. I know <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. And time out. This is why I said, listen, you might have just steered us in the right direction, sir. You might not even know you did it. <laughs> but first and foremost, I'm not convinced that deja vu isn't the dream before it happens. Okay. Like, almost like, like not precognition, where you see it and then it happens, but the dream is letting you know what's to come. Yeah, but that you would be precognition, I would think, right? Because I don't yeah, have I the deja, I don't have, I don't have the deja vu feeling during the dream. I have it when I'm awake. Right, when right, happens. right, right. I guess it would be a form of precognition, right? I guess I was thinking like more so from like a that so raven perspective. Okay. Where you see it. See it before it happens. Right. Yeah. But, but I guess it is the same thing, right? Well, if you, if you, if you can recall where or how it happened, yes. So listen, this is why I say that. If right? you can't recall why it's happening, <clears throat> I think that's more deja vu. <laughs> this is why I say Precognitive that. Precognitive deja vu is the. Okay. I've now never I actually get... been here, but I've seen this before, and oh yeah, it was in a dream or something else. Okay. So yeah, then I guess okay. Well, I don't know if I'm right or wrong. I'm probably both <laughs> simultaneously at the same time. But Cliff is the Schrodinger's cat of answers. Listen, don't open my skull. Maybe dead, maybe alive. May not be nothing in that motherfucker. Well done for getting a Schrodinger's cat reference. You see what I'm saying? So don't play with me, buddy. Just because I am who I am don't mean I ain't am what I am. You hear what I'm saying? Oh, shit. But. The reason why I say that, right, and one of the reasons I'm still hung up on to this day, and I'm hoping that this is a deja vu, and I feel like this is deja vu, right? I feel like we've talked about this before. I just don't think we've gone into this detail. I think think I've told both stories, though, (laughs) but I doubt that the same viewers will be around to care. (laughs) Which is fair. I remember is, and I, I remember ha- now that I'm saying it, I remember having the conversation into this microphone. <laughs> but all I remember is seeing the silhouette of a woman's body, like laying down sideways, yeah. like almost like on on the the hand arm shoulder thing, like on some Titanic painty type shit. Move your mic closer for me. It's getting a little 
Okay. And the you couldn't see anything in the silhouette. It was all black. I could see hair. I could see the shape of a body. And I could see like body parts, like a figure. But everything was black. And all I saw was red, like a red. Red outline. Right, red outline. Like vivid, right? By I the way, this is how I set up the bedroom now with the adjustable bed and the colored lights. But go ahead. <laughs> Look, what, you ain't going to get what I got. I guarantee you that. In the dream or the night. <laughs> just kind of. But all I remember is that. I remember, I remember a bright, I just remember a bright light in the silhouette, right? Okay. It was clearly a dream. Happened long before this took place. But I remember being with my ex-girlfriend before I was with the mother of my daughter. And we were in her room. Her bed lo- laid up against her window seal, as most do, right? Yeah. But I guess it was like west... Sun rises in the east, sets, sets in, in the, the west, west, so the moon comes up in the west, right? Eh, moon's a little different, but yeah. It's, yes. No, the, they both come up in the east, I think. Do they? I don't know. But either way, it was it was facing the way that the moon would shine, and that's where the red glow came from. Which from the Because moon? she had sheer red curtains. Okay. Now, she also had a red black light. Like, it wasn't a gotcha. black light, but it was red, black lights, like, lined up around her yeah. ceiling. But those weren't on. It was just the sheer red curtain, and she was lying on the bed, and I was sitting on the foot of her bed, and we were smoking a blunt. And I was ashing a blunt, and I looked up, and I couldn't see any of her. She was completely black. But all I saw was the outline from the sheer curtain and the moon moon shining in past her. And I immediately got that. It's almost like a nervous feeling. Oh, yeah. Not like something's wrong, but like, like get like could make the make the connection quick because something's off. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you've been there, but you haven't been there. But you know it's familiar type shit. Yep. And that when I first when that happened though that that when that happened that vivid, and I put the connection together, it almost made me feel like. And it's ironic that I had that feeling because this is when I was still making music too. <laughs> and when I had that dream or, or that experience, I always thought, well, why haven't you ever? dreamed of being on stage like being like big like being making it you know what i'm saying and i mean uh, clearly because that wasn't the wasn't the path right that wasn't the intent that wasn't the whatever this is the simulation is exactly (laughs) that's not right now here's where it gets real weird right because i used to have this recurring dream back in the day Cannot remember the young lady. I, 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 I don't know if she's familiar. I don't know if I've seen her before. 
I don't know if it's a celebrity. I don't know who it is. But all I can remember is being in, had to be a foreign country, period, point blank. I was on a balcony. Down at the bottom of the balcony was the road. The road was cobblestone. Okay. Young lady walking down the cobblestone road in me. Like, it, it felt like vacation-y. Like, I, I wasn't, like, that wasn't home. Like, I was yeah, just yeah, yeah. there. Because I remember, like, doing something I wouldn't normally do. Like, I was yelling off the balcony, like, hey. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you like, would normally do that? <laughs> not, like, here. You know what I'm saying? Like, it depends. I guess it would depend. I guess it would depend. I will be honest, and I'll say that. That depends. I could normally do that. But. But you don't have a balcony right now, so. Or a cobblestone tree. Right. Right. And I don't know of anybody's in German. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing with so many kids. But I, uh, the dream, in the dream, I ran down like the the building, trying to Which like does not sound like you, but continue. Like I ran not down the building, but like I ran down yeah, the yeah, steps, yeah. like yelled, couldn't get it, her attention, so I ran down the steps trying to catch her, could not catch her, and. Like, I remember walking down the cobblestone streets, like, different streets, like, trying to see where she went. And I ran into her somewhere. I can't... Now, that's where it gets foggy. I can't remember that picture. But, you know, I have a real photographic-type memory. So, I know that if I see See this in real life, first of all, that would indicate success to me, right? Because... That wasn't in the United States. Yeah. Now that I can say from the dream factually was not in the United States. I, as you know, I don't take vacations. Right. And the only reason why I don't take vacations is because I don't have everything taken care of here for me to be spending to to go elsewhere. elsewhere. Like I feel like a vacation is a getaway. They call it a getaway because yeah. you're supposed to get away from your reality. Yeah. But I'd much rather improve my reality, reality than, than escape it, than waste money escaping it and have to come back to it. Yeah. So I'm not going to take a vacation out of the country, right. right, unless success is involved to where I have money to be like, hey, Cliff. I hate to tell you that for our hundredth episode, listen, <laughs> we're taking this shit to Europe, bitch. And I'll be like, <laughs> get your passport ready. I'll be like Arab Emirates. How much is this uh, plane ticket cost? Uh, can you refund it? And how fast can you get it to my account? The fuck? Unless it's a business trip, I'm like, eh. Who paying for it? I am. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I even say that, motherfucker. You ain't got it like that, motherfucker. <laughs> give me the cash. You can save that. <sighs> give me half of what you would have paid. We can make something happen. I mean, <laughs> I wasn't going to be paying 1500 a month. Uh, you stop it. <laughs> for you being some deja vu. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, the problem is, is like, the one that's like that for me, your earlier one that you actually, like, witnessed the event. Yeah, that one was. I I have one, 
and it's one of the worst oh, yeah, days of my life. Yeah, I remember. Like, yeah, I remember. I had a dream that it's late at night, doorbell rings, and there are three figures, four figures, standing at the door. I'm still sitting on the top of the steps. And they are there to tell me my father's passed Right, right. And it was a few months later. I want to say it was like nine, eight, nine o'clock at night. It may have been as late as 10. Doorbell rings. There's my stepmom, my stepsister, my stepmom's two friends. And they're there telling me about my father passing away. Well, that doesn't that doesn't like, si- signify success. It wasn't success. That's why I said it was more about the, with the, the previous, or the previous dream around like something coming very much to fruition that you've dreamt. Before. Right, right, right. No, I get what you. I get what you're saying. So, but like, see, those I feel like those situations make sense. Yeah. Right, because it's almost like. The good Lord or, or whoever you They're believe in. They're preparing you for that situation. Right, exactly. It's like, it's like warning you rough waters ahead, you yeah, know? Yeah, that's fair. But I feel like situations like that where it's just like, I wasn't doing anything. Like, there was nothing prominent about that event other than the fact that I Had seen connected two and two together immediately. She probably could have seen the shock on my face. Yeah. Because it was just like, I was just stuck. Like, this is exactly, like, it's almost like a. Like you just froze in time because that's where the dream ended. Like. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Nah, but it's almost like a, like a, like a lottery winning situation. And it's not like like you've won it, like you have a benefit from it, but it's like the the connection of the two things happening that you thought were so far off. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you almost consider dreams to be fiction just because they're dreams. Yeah. Right. You know, and I guess that's where people say dreams coming true, right? right. Because... That's a, a fictional thought. That's a thought that I didn't see coming to fruition, but it came true. So I guess when you have a dream and it comes true, at least for me, right? Because my dreams are crazy. Yeah. Like a lot of it doesn't even make sense. No, like, I'm with you. And I've had, I mean, I've like had abstract shit. Right. Right. It's not translatable. Right. And then when you have one that's just so clear, yeah, and it's clearly happening the same way, it's like, oh, there's the ticket hit. <laughs> now, I don't know what I got for this. <laughs> well, I know what I got for the ticket. What's that for the ticket? Don't so much know that that was for the ticket. <laughs> I think I deserved that. <laughs> <laughs> Here's to get what we deserve. Right. You know, <laughs> Actually, think, no, 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 no. Right, uh, right, right. <laughs> right. I think I would have, I'm just saying, I think I would have gotten that whether the dream, whether the deja vu happened. Happened or not. I got you. Hmm. Huh. Huh. Hmm. Huh. 
So how do you... So here's the thing. So here's the thing. So they say that... <clears throat> they say that you can't, right, have like a, a deep, vivid dream like that unless you're in REM sleep. True. Which is interesting to me because... Those deep, vivid dreams are the only ones that I've ever been able to turn, like, loose in. Meaning, at some point, I can actually control the action and what's happening. Mm-hmm. And usually that's, like, right before I wake up, or at I least it seems like it's right before I wake up. Like, it's in that weird state where, like, it's the whole, you can hear an alarm going off, but the alarm's happening in the dream. Mm-hmm. And you can make the decision to either stay in dream world or snap back to reality. Listen, I had a dream the other night, and this was just last night or the night before, and I'm not even going to stunt. I had a dream that I took a shit <laughs> in the dream. Oh, no. <laughs> and walked past the bathroom mm-hmm. and was like, you blew that bitch up. <laughs> Listen, to the point that I was expecting I shit myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nothing in me said you shit yourself, but the fact that I smelt that like that in the dream <laughs> was like, whoa, buddy. And I think I know exactly what... What died inside of you? Probably that I White th- Castle that you're thinking about getting later tonight. <laughs> Listen, man, I definitely am. Man, I think I know exactly what happened, right? Like, so I sleep under the covers. Okay. Like, even the covers over my head, like... Oh, really? Yeah, even if I have a pillow, I put it... I don't sleep with my head on the pillow. I put the pillow on my head. Okay. I'm dyslexic that way. <laughs> and I think... Trying like, to suffocate yourself in your sleep. <laughs> I don't know. But I usually keep, like, a little hole. For real, though, you know what I mean? Like... Uh-huh. I keep a little hole by my face, like, so I can still get <laughs> the cool air. Uh-huh. You know, because you can feel you. the air. But what I think happened Usually was... Usually keep a little hole next to my face for a little warmth. <laughs> Maybe some moisture. <laughs> well, bitch, if you got that shit <laughs> by my face all the time... No, you don't, you don't want it there all the time. The fuck I am in REM sleep. <laughs> I can't help you out anyway unless you like the feel of a beard and a mustache. And if that's the case, the living room is not. <laughs> I'm just playing. Uh, what was I saying? I don't know. Something about a hole in a pillow. <laughs> oh, no. Basically, I think I uh, Dutch ovened myself in my dream. Because I'm saying, though, they say, listen, they. I was listening to a podcast and they said that you have to eat greens because it's the spear of your digestion. Okay. Meaning, like, the greens cut through first and make it easier for whatever you ate to come out. And with that being said, I've been trying to eat salads with every meal that I have. Smart. So when I wake up in the morning, oh, you gotta, 
<laughs> not even always like immediately. Sometimes it's like after I drink my coffee a little later. Well, that's normal. <laughs> but but what I'm getting at is there is no there's no having to wait. Like it's just it's a good healthy shit. Like I I'm sit down. I don't gotta push nothing. It's just we're good and we're up. You know what I'm saying? And that wasn't always the case. Sometimes it's like you gotta sit there. You're on your phone and you're like, okay, I'm. Stomach's kind of, here it comes. But no, there it is. just like, okay, it ain't even a... <laughs> and I'm thinking like, I'm maybe, maybe that's what they, you know, maybe that's why you're supposed to eat, like they say, eat your vegetables. And like, of course, there's other reasons aside from that. But I'm like, that's the most important thing as I get older is getting bullshit out. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Out of both sides. <laughs> a buck. Keep it a hundred. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and now that I'm getting older, knowing that greens, just eating greens, you know, spinach, yeah. salad, shit like that. I need to get back on it. I've been I've been bad about it lately, but I was I was pretty solid. It just that. goes bad so fast. Like yeah, it, it that's didn't go my bad thing. so fast. Like I bought, I'll buy like the three spears of romaine or whatever that come in the bag because right. one, the bag will seal and keep it a little right, fresher right, longer. Right. But then I'm like, eh, I don't know if I want. I need to get some new Tupperware. Is what it is. Yeah. Because if you got good Tupperware and you got your salad mix, it's not gonna go bad for. It's gonna stay a little while. Right. Yeah. You got it for at least about four or five days, and that's. Seems like a lot, but if you got good Tupperware, you're good for about a, a work week. Well, yeah, and if you're if you're if you're doing it with every meal, yeah, you'll go through. Right, but um, I need to get back to doing it on like pizza nights. <laughs> see, it's the only time a, where that tears me. But up. you know what? It's almost to the point now where it's like a habit, like drinking a beer or smoking a joint, where it's like. I kind of need it with yeah. with the pizza. That's actually a good a good habit to have. Like, <laughs> well, you know, I did. I feel like either of the two that I named are as well, but for for other reasons. Yeah, but stress relief, <laughs> stress relief, prison reform, <laughs> all of that, but. As far as, like, just the greens, it's like, it's not even about the digestion. It's about, I need a, a, a cut. Yeah. Like, a like so whether it's I'm eating chicken or pizza or after I eat so many pieces, I need a cut of something. Yeah. Like, you know how, like, you, you go to the perfume shop, like, when you're buying something for your lady and you're testing shit out behind the counter and they keep giving you the coffee ground so you can reset your olfactory senses. Right. Like your nose palate. I feel like that's what the salad is. Like like the pizza. So much pizza just makes you feel like I'm done with right. the pizza. But if you have the reset, then you're like hey, I have a pizza too. Yeah. And then your salad's gone. But the only thing I will say from that conversation is there's no fucking way we have never not been omnivores. No. 
like these people say, no, we were vegetarians or we should be. That's a fucking lie. <laughs> and I can tell you for one reason. Even like I know I've said it before when I when I fought in a tough man, the month and a half before that I went straight vegetarian. Yeah. I didn't eat any meat until the night before the fight. And I remember saying I don't feel like it affected my strength like that, but it definitely affected what I'm getting at is when you eat only vegetables, you're never full. True. You're full when you eat it. Like when you're eating it, you say, yeah, I've had enough. I'm good. Right. But then you're but hungry again 10 minutes later. <laughs> not a half an hour later, your stomach is growling. And when you are in the, the caveman era, the era of survival with animals... You can't afford for your stomach to be growling or feeling like you need to eat again after an hour or two. Yeah. So you have to eat something that's going to sustain you, you for the long haul. Because it's a good chance when you're hunter-gatherers, there's a good chance you're coming home to berries if you don't catch your meal. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you're just coming home to berries, you're a vegetarian. True. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Which would mean there would never be hunter gatherers. Right. We'd all be gatherers. Right. Or hunters <laughs> of herbs and berries. <laughs> but we would never be hunter gatherers if we weren't eating the meat we were hunting. Right. I don't see any other way that you're sustaining yourself. Enough to where you can go. Because you got to think. It's not like now where you can open your refrigerator and eat. You may eat today and not eat till Wednesday. You're not going to be able to do that off of a fucking grass salad. (laughs) It's not going to happen. Even if they gave you a fucking salad like we have today. It's not going to be enough to sustain you for more than a half a day. Right. So what are you going to do next? You're going to eventually eat a fox or a wolf or whatever something you see. That, something with meat that's going to fill you for Period. a day or two. There's no fucking way. <laughs> like, I don't get how people are like, nah. And then, uh, and then like, a uh, plant is living too, right? True. Like, we've proven that plants will curl to pain. You know what I mean? Like, you set a lighter to it and it'll curl like, Away from like it. they can feel it. So, if they are that, it's almost like the fact that we don't study it is enough for us to say, doesn't matter. Which is why they're, what's it called, prescaparians or prescatarians that eat fish and shit. Yeah, I think that's right. Because we don't don't have enough knowledge about fish. Right. Right? We, we know dolphins are smart. We know whales are smart. But fuck a tilapia, a salmon, a catfish. We'll eat that and we'll eat grass. Because right. we don't know. They don't seem intelligent. They don't say ow. But you mean the cow won't scream if you... Yeah, a fucking course. But, but show me where the mouth is on a plant. Right. And you can't hear a fish scream underwater. <laughs> right, you dumb bitches. I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. 
No, Mitch, Hed- Mitch Hedberg used to have a great line about that. He's like, I like fishing, but I always throw the fish back because I don't want to eat it, but I do want to make it late for something. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. That's funny. That's funny as fuck. Yeah, Escalator cannot it. become broken. Can only become stairs. Sorry for the convenience. <laughs> right. <laughs> I could just do Mitch Hedberg's whole set on this Mitch, episode. I, did, I, like Mitch. I did like. He Mitch. was one that way gone way before his time. Mm-hmm. I did like Mitch, but listen, that shit just drives me crazy. Like, it's just the. What do you call them? I don't even know what you call them anymore. I like the redundancies or the... Lost. Like, I lost where you were going with this, sorry. <laughs> I, uh, listen, I'm lost. I'm just riding this shit. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like in the middle of my eyebrows is a small pirate captain. <laughs> with a big wheel that just keeps spinning, it, shit. spinning it that way and I'm just fighting the waves of life <laughs> with this captain that's trying to do donuts but why is the rum gone <laughs> <laughs> right, you're right trying to do donuts in a fucking tsunami in my head and I'm trying to figure this all out meanwhile seeing shit it already took place there. <laughs> Call that deja vu, I guess. <laughs> right? Like, I don't know what the fuck oh, is shit. going on. Here we go again. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I'm just fucking Davy Turner. He wasn't the guy that was always left to the, the ocean. Davy Jones? Davy Jones Locker. That's why I said Davy Turner. And then mixed them. Yep, that's me. (laughs) David Jones. I figured it out. Cliff is the negative Jack Sparrow. (laughs) Is that right? Help me, help me, help me understand. Because I want to, I want to invest. I want to invest. I think Jack Sparrow. That might be Johnny Depp's best character. The early Jack Sparrow. I don't know if I can... I was about to say, I think Jack Sparrow was a little pessimistic. But oh, he was. <laughs> so maybe I'm just Jackie. <laughs> yeah, no, I think... Yeah, they were definitely spinning in his head, too. <laughs> He was a risk taker. He was very much a risk taker. But good at heart. Because he jumped into the ocean to save Elizabeth. (laughs) But he also loved her. He did. So that doesn't count. No, it doesn't count. No, anybody would do something like that for the person Person they they loved. It's about people in general. It's about knowing that I can. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you should lose your life saving someone else's. Unless that's what you get paid to do. Right. Like a fireman or something like that. Then or yes, a police you should. officer that can 
complains about being killed in the land or shot well. at line of duty. Now, I don't think that police officers, why I don't agree with them nor like them, I don't agree that they should die for nothing. For nothing. That's fair. But if you can die to protect and serve, that's your fucking job. Yeah, that's what you signed up for when you put your on the Your job, they blue. don't pay you enough. It's not mine. But... <coughs> I don't even remember what I was getting at. I guess the bottom line is I'm a pirate. <laughs> Cliff the pirate. <laughs> I'm a pirate. I'm a, I'm like... What are you pillaging? <laughs> knowledge. What are you pirating? Knowledge? I actually like that answer. Well done. Yeah. Because it's all a mirage, right? And you know, it's crazy. Like, when people say that shit, it's crazy. Like... Like, that sounds tinfoil hat-ish. It's all a mirage. What do you mean by that? But when I really cut it down, like, to the bone of the, the, you know, cut through the fat of it all, everything means nothing. Your emotions, the anxiety, the depression, the whatever it is you're suffering from means nothing. Because it's always only situational. True. Now, if you're a what a chronic depressed person, like to where you never get out of it, I don't feel sympathy either because then that's just your normal, right? That's your reality, right. Right? Well, this goes back to like perception is reality. And you have the ability to change your perception of a situation. Well, see, yeah, I know I definitely agree. I agree with that wholeheartedly, 110%. I do also agree that it's not as easy as it seems either. No, it's not. And I don't think anybody would claim that that's easy, but I I don't know. I, I feel like I've had this conversation with folks a lot, and I'm actually kind of having it with myself right now with everything that's going on, is that you cannot control... What happens around you, how people feel about you, how people act towards you. The only thing that you can control is your response to those right. things. Period. 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 And that's period. not always easy, but... I mean, <clears throat> it depends. I mean, to me, I feel like it's less responsibility. Yeah. You know, because I don't... I don't care what drives you to do what you do to or for me. Yeah. Whether good or bad, you know what I mean? Like, if it's good, then yes, that, that kind of gives me a pat on the back. Like, you must be doing something, something all right, right for them to notice enough to do that for you. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, once again, it's... It's all illusion, right? Because the same person that could give you the world could also try to take you out of it if you were to cross or do something they didn't like for you to do. Yep. And I'm not saying it's that cynical or that simple, but it's all... That's what I mean when I say it's all an illusion. It is... When people say here today, gone tomorrow... That's the reality of it all. Yeah. That could 
equate to money, love, happiness, your depression. Yep. Your anxiety. It counts. It cuts both ways. Right. It could be strong today, gone tomorrow. Like, and it's always about the next step, the fight. You know what I mean? Like that first step that they caught you in hurt. Right. But there's more to go. And you may be on the better side of it if you keep moving your feet. Well, and that's, it's interesting that you're framing it like that because I immediately go to, in my teens and I'll call it my teens and my 20s, my emotions were all over the place. And they were very much peaks and valleys. And the thing I've been criticized for at this point is like, you're so even keeled about everything. I don't really feel the highs. I don't really feel the lows because I know they're both temporary. Right. And it's like, what, what's the point of revving yourself up? So now you instead of it being balance. like this shit, it's... That's that icky guy. That's yep. that yin and yang. That's that tattoo you got. It's about balance. You can't, you can't live in your happiness nor your sorrows. Right. They say life isn't about dodging the storms. It's about learning how to dance in the rain. rain. I agree with that. And I feel like that's the realest quote, right? Because if you learn how to not only cope, but enjoy life in the tough times, yep. then that depression, anxiety means not. Right. And we know it's temporary. Right. For most people. I mean, there are there are folks where it's a chemical imbalance thing, and like, but to your and point, that's what I'm saying. It's, your it's the norm at right. that point, so I don't feel sorry like you're going through something overly extreme because it's your normal. Yeah. So then it becomes what's worse than that, right? Then are you going there? Because then it's like, oh shit! Now you're depressed on the already depressed end. Right. Now I get it, right? But if you're just depressed all the time, then that's just your life. That's fair. And it sounds grim, but it's the truth. It is what it is. Yeah. It's like my leg. Like once you realize, like there's certain things you can't do, that's your new normal. True. Get over it. You just can't do that. But that the normal is. You still can do this. Yeah. So enjoy it. And I wouldn't say that I'm any less happy than a guy that can do the splits. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. It's just my it's finding, new normal. It's finding what that joy is for you. It's just my new normal. So if you're that person, it's just about, and I can't say what it's about because I'm not them. But at the same time, it's like life isn't, supposed to be apples and oranges. So I was thinking about it the other day. Matter of fact, it might have been today, right? The Bible says it's easier Hold on, let me get let me get the uh the quote right cuz I don't want to sound dumb and um sacrilegious. <laughs> Just one or the other. <laughs> It's easier for a rich man to pass through the eye of a needle than to make it through the gates of heaven. Yeah. It's the saying. And when I think about that, right, I always think like, well, what do you expect from 
the podcast and all that because the end game is to make enough money to be well off. But my whole thing is, and the reason why I like to have groups around me is because it's not about me, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. It's about me. No, but I know what you mean. But it's not just about me. If I ever get to the point that I feel like I have too much, I have to give it away. I get that. Right? Because... Honestly, that's the reason why I'm being so amicable with everything right now that's going on. Like, I am saying, take X, Y, and Z. You feel, I'm willing you feel to fulfilled. give you this. I'm like, fulfilled with what I have. It's when I know you're starting to be a greedy, that you're starting to be greedy. All right. <laughs> Persia. Right. I wish we had the same time there. All right. But no, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying exactly yeah, and wholeheartedly. Thing. And it's just, it's... Damn, I'm trying to find exactly where I was going. Well, and I'll take it just another step with that. Like, I think for me, too, that's a way for... And some of this is, you know, protection for myself right now. Like, I'm having fun with my life. As you should. But when I go and do the... When I go and do stuff, whatever that is, like, I'm fronting for it. I'm paying for it. That kind of stuff. Because guess what? If I feel the need to cut something off, I don't want to feel like I owe anybody. And that, that is my path to feeling content right now, is that I want to have fun, but I don't want the attachment that comes with it. And so I owe you nothing when this is over. That's exactly what over. I was getting at. And I, I wasn't getting at that per se, but I'm saying in-game pops off, as it will. We, we, it we already can, has. It's 2025, and we are doing this and this listen, and only this. You are right. Manifest it. So what I'm saying is if I ever get to a point that I feel rich, too abundant, that means that I haven't helped enough. I agree. And I don't necessarily, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that I'm just some philanthropist. I'm saying there are people in my life. Life, if they're not at the same place as you, then... Then I'm failing even though I have. Yeah. So... I should never be rich ever. Even if I'm bringing in millions a year, shouldn't be rich because you have too much to tend to for that to ever be the case. Yep. So it's like when you get people that start stocking up, that's where it's like I get the saying now because at some point you have to ask yourself what it took to get it. Yeah. And what it took to keep it. And it's going to, one of those two things are going to cost you your morals. Yep. Getting it or keeping it, you're going to cross a line that you usually wouldn't have approached. Right. You either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Now, the good thing about <laughs> me is I was willing to cross the line before I had anything <laughs> to gain or lose or whatever the case may be. Good or bad? I, uh, the, uh, I was listening to the the fighter and the kid, or the king and the sting. One of the two podcasts. They were talking about Jordan Peterson's quote, and he was saying that people. And it's ironic that he said it now, right? Because he was saying 
people are so concerned about other people's feelings and not wanting to hurt feelings or do anything like that and they want you to be he said but the truth of the fact of the matter is you should be a fucking monster you should be a monster towards whatever your goals are and then once you achieve them you learn to control the beast yeah I mean, no. we talk about that. It's it's funny. I was trying to get Luke on the show, but we talk about that in the sense of like football all the time. Well, football. I want to push you to the point where like you're ready to fight game. someone every play, and I have to pull you back. Football makes sense. Life, it doesn't. No, I hear you. Because life, I I I agree with that to an extent. I will never purposely step on someone to get to my goal or objective. Yeah. I mean, unless I just don't like you, unless it's just a pure I don't like you kind of thing. Yeah, and speaking of people we don't like, Malcolm just hopped in the chat. (laughs) (laughs) What a fuck boy, boy! (laughs) Saying, yo, I'm a monster, so... (laughs) Listen, he ain't no motherfucking monster I'm trying to get him That nigga just don't fucking listen. That's what that is. But, um... Yeah, no, I get that to an extent, right? Like, I do feel like you should be driven by your goals and your goals only if those are, like, your, your... If that's your dream, if that's your thing. That's your North Star. Like, it's funny. Again, I'll, I'll go back to, like, the dating app life. I see all these ones that are, like, I want somebody that's driven and is pursuing their goals and blah, blah, blah. And I'm, like, I'm kind of at a point where, like, I'm content. Like, my job's fine. I enjoy what I do. It's fine. I like leading the team. I like kind of how that's going. But goals outside of that right now, I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Like, I spent my whole life chasing certain things. And, like, the director title was one of them. Getting to that level in my career was one of those goals. Doing what I did in football was one of those goals. I'm not saying I won't have goals again, but right now... My goal is to finalize my previous relationship and live my life right now. Like, just fucking enjoy myself. Because I haven't had, I haven't done that. I hadn't, I didn't do that in my 20s. I didn't really do that in my teens. And now I'm just like, you know what? I'm cool right now. Now, give me six months at that or three months at that or a year at that. I'll feel different. Because I know myself. I'm not one that'll stay in that content space for long. But, like, right now, I'm content. I'm happy with what I got. I mean, you got to be. You got to be even if you don't have what you you would like. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like... Like, don't get me wrong. I definitely... I'm not even going to stunt. Like, I need more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I but get at that. the same time, if this was all I ever had, I could survive. Right. I would be okay. And I know there's a lot of other people out there that have less, you know? But as far as being comfortable, I feel like content and comfortable are two different things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can I get be that. content with less. And you can be 
comfortable. I mean, of course, with more, two plus two, but. I mean, oh, I guess, I don't know, you know, I guess, does comfortable equal contentment? I think that, for me, it does right now. Well, see, I'm, I mean, I can't, I, I guess that kind of goes against everything that I am, in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just even going back to the conversation we had in the beginning of me saying, I like the feeling of waking up. Waking up in that kind like, of fight I like mode. the mode. I like the discomfort. Like, the discomfort is what keeps me on my toes. Comfort is when a motherfucker gets fat and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I can't ever see myself being, being that person. I think maybe the difference there is... Even if I made money, content, I would be still, I'd lose it. Content, you are still at a point where, like, you're putting in the work, but you are not. You don't feel the need to, like, go above and beyond. Comfort is, I don't need to do shit. So maybe maybe that's maybe that's the difference between those two. Like, that's a good way to put it. Like, I'm not to a point where, like, I could walk away from my job. Right. Like, but I'm content. Continuing to work my job, continuing to right. get up, go to the gym, you know, two, three times a week, put in the work there. Like, I'm content with where things are at right now. I'm content Maybe with... I'm not even content. <clears throat> Maybe I'm lying. Maybe I'm comfortable in my discomfort. That's fair. I mean, I get what you're saying there. And I think that that... It's funny. We've been using that phrase at work a lot recently because we're going through like this big, you know, program that's going to basically change how we do business on the back end, all that shit. And the line that I've used probably in more like steering committee meetings with executives is we need to get comfortable with the fact that we're not comfortable. Like we are changing the way we work and nobody likes change. Right. right. <laughs> I mean, but that's the only thing that's consistent. Right. Because if you're not changing, if you're not adapting, you're dying. Listen. One more time for the people in the back. <laughs> nah, I agree. You know what, though, would give me grave comfort? What's that? My bladder getting content with your toilet downstairs. <laughs> oh, and I don't have any Boba Fett to talk about. I know, I was just about to say that. Mandalorian finale, Boba Fett <laughs> is dead. All right, well, we're going to take a quick, uh, we'll call it two to three minute break. We'll be right back. Peace out, fools. Come back. <laughs>
Welcome back, fools. Tisms and jisms. <laughs> I do have I do have something that I'd like to share with the class. Uh oh. Yes. Um, had a friend sending me dirty children's nursery nursery rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like that friend. Oh, me too. Happens to be the one that made the cake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna read back through them to make sure I can share these. Make sure that they're not too scandalous. Let's just say it was the sex version of Green Eggs and Ham, and it was pretty fucking fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I'm gonna share these, but. <laughs> Anything green? Uh. No, no, no. But it was the in a car, in a bar. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I mean, they were pretty good. Um, I could do you here or there. I'll grab your ass. You pull my hair. Uh, let's see. Would you? Could you on a boat? Would you? Could you deep go do deep throat? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There were several. There were several, and those are the cleaner ones. <laughs> I don't know what it is. When you take, like, <laughs> take material like that, like, nursery rhymes or, like, childhood shit, and just either make it dirty or outrageous, the shit cracks me up. I don't know why. It's the whole, it's the whole, uh, go the fuck to sleep book. Like, no, something no. like that. Oh, oh dude. That. Samuel L. Jackson reading, go the fuck to sleep. One of the, my... Oh, is that a real book? Go the fuck to sleep? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, motherfucker. <laughs> and I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> he said, would you like it on a tram? How about include my fam? <laughs> you could probably do like a whole book off top. <laughs> but I could. I bet I fucking could. Freestyle a whole Dr. Seuss. Oh, dirty Dr. Seuss. Oh, Dr. Simon. <laughs> That's what they didn't know. His name was Simon Garfunkel Seuss. <laughs> he went under the. Pretty the, sure it was Theodore, but. <laughs> no, it was Garfunkel, and he went under the moniker SG after he Machiavelli'd himself. Add that to the motherfucking questionnaire. Is Dr. Sue still alive? <laughs> His work lives on forever. That's fair. It does. He, he hates the Jews almost as much as Walt Disney did. <laughs> Listen, he was the original Tisms Jisms. <laughs> Dr. Seuss is the original Tisms Jisms. In prisms. In prisms. <laughs> maybe we should have just cut this in an hour. Maybe, maybe right. we should have just called it tonight. Right. <laughs> now Dr. Seuss is in the building. Carfunkel. <laughs> Excuse me. Were we uh, talking about before we went out? I don't know. We had, we had followed the captain through the storm. <laughs> oh, somebody get you, you get. <laughs> you just get. 
Cliff is arguing with the cat. <laughs> she got. She did. You get. You know, she runs this this house. She's, she uh, said, go on, get. <laughs> she said, I can't afford you. What she said, she said, go on, get. The uh, State Farm commercial. Yes. She said, I can't afford these in-game purchases anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, Davy Jones. Davy Jones is a good way to put it, too, right? Because they said that Of course, it was a ghost boat. Right. Which are my thoughts. Right? They're usually ghost thoughts. <laughs> they're, they're somewhere in the back, and they're being there. Right, they're up ghost you, thoughts, and then they, they come in, and what's the word? They, they... There's a word for it. I can't think of what I'm thinking of. But they kind of bring themselves to be... They solidify them. They ran the captain's ship and board. But no, it's like the Davy Jones. It's like the uh, what's it called? What's their what's their boat? Uh, fuck. Pirates of the Caribbean is a Black Pearl, so it would be. What was his ship? It's 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 a real thing. A real. It's like the. Oh fuck! I should know this. It's a uh, what's it call it? What's it called? What do they call it? The Flying Dutchman. The Flying Dutchman. That's that's what I'm talking about. Because it pops straight up out of the sea, right? <laughs> exactly, right? Like people cut think, you off in traffic. Right, people think they're safe. And they're like, oh, it's a beautiful day. And then you see this dark boat pop up out of the water and hit right on. And you're like, oh, shit. Thunder and lightning everywhere. And then somebody's yanking my wheel this way. And so, yanking my wheel that way. And I'm on the Flying Dutchman as Davy Jones. Like, oh, watch out. Please watch out. <laughs> but it's ramming into everybody else. And I and I guess in the inside, it's all me. It's true. You know? It's very I'm the captain you. saying, please don't hurt anyone. But While I'm hurting the someone. Inside, I'm the one ramming it in here and then ramming it in there. It's me. So, and I'm trying to fix myself. But I'm forever locked up I, in David Dunn's locker. I had a moment earlier this week. It was Monday, and I had a reg because. Um, I don't know. I think she had conferences or something. And he was playing with his Hot Wheels cars, and we had built this sweet-looking ramp. It was going awesome, having a good time, like, ramp, launching it into, like, a box, like, out of my office and then, like, halfway through the living room. And then he kind of faded away from that, and he wanted to, he wanted to play, like, it was, basically he was doing some, like, cops and robbers type thing. All right. And... My son said, "You hit him with the uh, the what's it, the what's it called maneuver? The what's it called maneuver? Yeah, where you 
hit the back tire and uh, <laughs> spit him out. Pop it away. No. What's it called? The um, damn, I could they go ahead. No, but so he's playing cops and robbers with these cars, and I noticed something. And he's chosen all the black cars to be robbers. <laughs> well, that's, not, that's what happens when he's growing up. That's in not equal to skin color, you <laughs> bastard. No, but I did ask him. I'm like, that just means why? the kid's smart. He knows you go in a black car. <laughs> and I asked him, why are the call? Why are all the bad guy cars black? And he's like, because they're robbing people at night, Dad. <laughs> right. He's smart. That kid's. I had to just idiot. make sure. I just had to make sure. <laughs> the fuck. The pit maneuver. And <laughs> the I didn't even maneuver. look it up. It came to me, I promise. See, my phone's nice. Dead. The pit maneuver. He was pit maneuvering, <laughs> motherfuckers. But it, uh, yeah, no, he's smart about that. He you was. don't go in a fucking red car. <laughs> no, that draws too much attention to yourself. You're getting pulled over in a red car in broad daylight doing nothing. <laughs> they want to go in a green, um,. We used to have a theory about this. It's a beige Corolla. <laughs> a beige Corolla. See, I was thinking like a green um, hatchback wood grain joint. You remember them old yes. school? Yeah, like a uh, like a. I feel like my stepdad had Chevy one. Chase's uh, family <laughs> vacation joint type shit. Or you know the green Escort. <laughs> That's too easy I got away track with a lot nowadays. of shit in the green escort. <laughs> Listen, I don't know how the fuck you did that in that motherfucker. That's a fact, Jack. Oh, the green escort. I missed that car. I had that bitch up to 130 between here and Cincinnati. <laughs> Man, I, and it listen. shook. It shook between 60 and 80. But yeah. if you get it above 80, it was fine. <laughs> but yeah, motherfucker was going back to the future. <laughs> 88 miles per hour. You get that motherfucker over 80, and you need to be having the the tow truck riding alongside (laughs) the motherfucking ass. Like a Fast and the Furious movie. Oh, man. Yeah, I miss miss stick shift cars, man. You can't find them anymore. You don't need them. (laughs) Well... My whole point was, once you took away manual transmission vehicles from me, give me the one that drives itself. I don't care anymore. (laughs) Like, driving a stick shift was fun. It was engaging. You felt like you had total control over the vehicle. This shit today, I'm just like, eh. Can't get ahead in the manual. Oh, yes, you can. (laughs) You just got to get it up to, you just got to get it up to fifth gear. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Can't get ahead in the manual. Actually, funny enough, the only place I've gotten head in a car was in a manual. <laughs> it, it was very interrupted. <laughs> it was a very interrupted blowjob. Let's just call it what it was. Nah, it's on. <laughs> she well, had to finish when you got home. That's what happened. No, I tell you what, those long stretches of 70 where it's just straight, basically, from here to West Virginia. <laughs> I haven't been, been there. That ain't enough, though. That's only a good... It's a two-and-a-half-hour drive. It's a two-hour drive. The whole drive, but that straight from 70 to West Virginia is only about 45. Then you hit them... 
you hit uh, what is that and hit them. Well, you hit mountain Zanes, you roads. gotta get you gotta get Zanesville before you get to West. Like you got your your prime spot is between Zanesville and West Virginia because it's straight through there. There's less traffic. Right, right, <laughs> right. And then you hit that dead end, and you gotta take that left where that Marathon gas station yeah. is. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Right. Uh huh. Right. Might be giving up too much information, <laughs> but but. My wheels are turning, and I don't know that somebody didn't yank it that way. <laughs> I think this is all you. All who? <laughs> Call me Davy Jones, bitches. <laughs> I think we come up with a new nickname for you every time. <laughs> I'm going to have a Davy Jones just, new fool's degree shirt. Next just, like, just like you come up with a new nickname for your co-host every week. But are you the negative Trayvon Martin? <laughs> I, was talking, I was talking about your other show. Oh, oh, I was okay. talking about your other show. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's accurate. Two left foot king. Listen. <laughs> <Yeah. Bet. clears throat> I have something to show you after the show. <laughs> You don't have nothing to show me. You don't have nothing to show me. I ain't, I ain't seen before, Bobby. Just different boxes of chocolate. That's true. The white chocolate. Listen, never know which way you going to get, baby. Flavors. Like a Snickers bar nowadays. Here, have a Snickers. Why you wait? yourself when you're hungry. Why wait, motherfucker? That's the, uh, that is my default for my kiddo. Why wait? When he gets cranky. Oh, Snickers? It's definitely, no, just food food in general. (laughs) Oh, by the way, little man in the championship game this weekend for basketball. His team's second place, playing for the title this weekend. Okay. Yeah. All right. I thought you were saying he already lost. I was about to say, first loser. <laughs> Second place, first loser. Yeah, they did lose to the first place team. And, but it was in it's week right. But it was in week one. Rematch. Like, it was the first week, so Are that, I'm excited. Is that who they champion in, or who's in the championship with? Yep. Rematch, baby. This is no go time. Well, and at that point, like, early on in the season, he was only getting... His minutes weren't there. I'll just put it that way. Right. But it's a six, seven, and eight-year-old league. Right. Now he's on the court at least half the time, if not more. So I know you're he started. Up. He started coming. He started coming to play the last two or three weeks with like rebounds and then putting them back up. He finally started like understanding that he's more of a role player. Right. Although he can dribble. The problem with his his biggest issue is is that he has great defensive instincts. When he's on defense, but he seems to like lose sight of those when he's on offense and he has the ball. So like he'll make bad decisions in terms of passing. Sometimes, you know what? but then other times he has great decisions with passing. That's not a natural though. No, it's not. Because it's 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 a different view of the court, right? But he knows he knows how to bait the pass to basically intercept it, right? And he probably knows I'm the big man, so it's all coming right. through me anyways. anyways. Yep. 
But that's when he's... offense, it's like, it's an order to things. Right, right. And at that level, there's not a lot of order to things. Like, if it's not a fast break, right. the chances of a bucket are low. Right. <laughs> Games end up being 11 to 13. Shit like that. I mean, I think almost every game, except maybe the first game of the season, they put up over 20, but... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, they've got one kid who's eight who handles the ball well. Like, kid's fast, and he's he's an athlete. That's what's up. But... It's Bexley. True. <laughs> Whole bunch of white kids. <laughs> They'll be running cross-country. She's still playing basketball. <laughs> They'll be running cross country by ninth Probably. grade. It's all right. Probably. <laughs> well, and Andrew will be playing fucking football. Like, right. He did. A- he did ask me the other week about tackle football. Did he? Yeah, and he he was planning to play flag in the spring, and now he's kind of backing off of it. He's like, "No, I want to hit somebody." Right. <laughs> I'm like, I agree. I hear you, but I'm not. I'm not moving on my stance until middle school. Because I don't want them to get burnt out from it either. You can get burnt out from it starting early. Yeah. I definitely got burnt out. But I think that was also the school I was going to, too. I mean, I get that. And especially, like, St. Catharines, we, like, we practice hard. Like, I mean, but that wasn't even anything because, you know, I came from Mifflin. Right. But it was just like the game was completely different by the time I got to high school. Well, not it wasn't different, but it was changing, and yeah. the way I was raised to play was not the way they played at that high school. And no. it just made me. And don't get me wrong, I'd also played 11 years. Yeah. Ten years. I played ten years before. See, that feels like. By it. the time I hit my ninth grade, my ninth grade season was my eleventh year of football. Jesus, yeah. I started when I was four. Whereas I played like eleven total. Like I played three years in middle school, four years in high school, and four years. In yeah, I started pretty young, and I played about a good. That's why I'm like I keep playing basketball and soccer. Years. All you want to do right now. I don't want you to. You can get burnt out on those. Too. Right. I don't care. <laughs> and that's what's crazy is I know we had the conversation last week about fighting. I wouldn't even have played football if it wasn't for my father. Well, I wouldn't let me play football. Yeah. It just so happened my dad invited her to my first game. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I love my pops and I don't mean to talk down on him or anything, but I don't know how he was around enough to get me to practice to get to that first game. Yeah. I don't know. Because that would have taken a lot. And I know he did it. I remember going to practice. And I remember remember my first game, he said... He would give me ten dollars for every tackle I got. Never got the money. <laughs> Ask me how many tackles I got. How many? Seven. Still remember to this day. Seven tackles. Never got the money. Didn't expect me to get that many. 
I just like hitting. <laughs> and that's why I was saying, the whole reason why I was saying it brought it back up is I just wish instead of him doing that with football, he would have did that with boxing. With boxing. Right. Instead of having her come to my first game, have her come to my first fight, and then I feel like I'd have been That's where you would have been. Right. Because I don't have to worry about, let's be honest, playing for a white-ass school that we don't play the same. Yeah. We just don't play the same. Well, especially then, too. Like, everybody by this point has come, and I'm thinking more offensively than defensively, but, like, everybody has kind of morphed into everyone runs some form of spread these days. Right. Where it's get your athlete in space and let them be. Right, right. But to your point, like, that would have. We don't put people, there's not a lot of places where, like, you. We allow players to like operate on instinct. Like, right. I have had when I was at SC and I was at DC. I had two safeties that I I put in a position where I'm like, you have no responsibilities. We ran cover two robber with a kid by the name of uh, who was the robber, the free, the strong. Was the strong? Actually, no. It was it was the free because we didn't have a strong. Oh. We were running basically a 4-4-3 then. Oh, because he had an extra linebacker. Yeah. Okay. And we ran cover two robbers, so two corners, deep deep half, and then robber with the free. And right, right. He, but I did it because it was Davion. Like, Davion went, right, play, went right. on to play in college. Like, he played for Notre Dame College, and they almost won a fucking I mean, you got title. a good defensive scheme. But that's always been my thing. We've talked about this in the past, like, I don't have the scheme. Now, I Gahan prefer is, to run a 3-4, but I'll run a 4-4 four, or 4-3. Four, four, it's all based on who I have. Gahanna's defensive scheme did work, and I can't remember what we ran out of. I honestly cannot remember. I just remember I played strong safety, and I was second string. The first string song, strong safety was this dude named Nick Packard, and I will give Nick peace. He was an angry big dude. Yeah. Like, in... Ninth grade, he was probably six foot, one hundred eighty, at least five ten, five eleven, one hundred eighty, yeah. and he was angry. So Which he in would high put, school, that's a big. He would safety. put a hit on you, right, right. But he was quick though, like he was athletic, like he was like you could tell he was more of the of a basketball player than a football player. Yeah, but he had the mean streak to play the football position so it was me and him at strong safety and they would let us basically terrorize the line yeah like it was the opposite of what you're describing like like we had no no pass response right so it was basically on us to figure out if we were playing the blitz or if we were backing off and waiting for the pass yeah and most of the time we just got to harass the quarterback or jam the line of scrimmage to the point that the coverage would make the play. Right. Or we would make the play at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And I mean, that's always been my philosophy is you've got to put (coughs) one, you put your best 11 players on the field on defense Two, you've got to let there be some level of flexibility for the, the kids that have the instincts Right. To leverage those. See, that was, Gahan had the softest skill players. Yeah. Like, when I say that, 
the Nick Packer dude was strong safety. I'll never forget the dude named Ryan Nye was free safety, and he was awful. And I don't mean that from like saying he wasn't an athlete. He just that wasn't, it wasn't he as, wasn't it wasn't instinctual for him. Well, and I think I think too, and I mean honestly, that's part of my you know where I went back and forth about a Reg like. It took me a while to get into like instincts when it came to football, but it didn't take me multiple years. Like what I, will I went say, from, you know, ahead. the first year I played was sixth grade, and by the end of my sixth grade year, I started for the seventh and eighth grade right. team on both sides of the ball. Because like, <laughs> you could see it in you, right? So what I will say to Andrew's defense of him wanting to start early is, especially from the conversations we ha- had in the past with him being overly nice. Yeah. Like, knowing what he can do with his size, but not doing it. Starting out young like this to where nobody's hitting that hard is going to boost his confidence to where he's like, oh, I am that guy. Yeah. Like, now I am. And that's that's what I'm trying to get out of him even in basketball. Like, I'm like... Basketball's harder, though. I understand, but, like, even, even... like going for a rebound, right? Like my big message to him is don't wait for the ball to come to you. Go get the ball. And if someone else is going for it, take it away from them. Right. Like, (laughs) right. Right. Basketball, basketball is just a little harder because, and I don't mean harder. It's just different for us. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I've played basketball too, but it's, it's not, it's not aggressive. No, it's I hear you. Patient. On that. You have to be patient. You have to let a play develop. Where football is immediately off to the races. Right. Let me get my job done. Yes. And hope that the guy next, next to, to me, me does his job his. as well. Yeah. And I think when it comes to that, like my my point of view on that, and I've it's evolved throughout the season. What I've found interesting is that when he goes against a guy that gets physical with him, he has no problem getting physical back. I bet. I bet It's when, like, he's guarding somebody. He doesn't know it yet. Like, can I be? He doesn't want, exactly, exactly. Like, am I allowed to, like, back this dude down? (laughs) My dad was, I don't care if y'all kids or not. I want to see blood if he come at you. Right. You better throw elbow back. No doubt. So I got to the point where it was like, it was almost like I had to be the mediator. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I know my dad wanted to take it too far. Right. <laughs> my mom didn't want me to take it, it anywhere. <laughs> and then I had to find that find the middle ground. Kill where I couldn't tell you exactly how aggressive I wanted to be. But, and then by the time I got older, it was just like, fuck, fuck that noise. I'm getting everybody. <laughs> Hit them all, let God sort them out. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm Rorschach. <laughs> I'm not locked up with y'all motherfuckers. Y'all, y'all locked, locked up, up in here me. with me. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to show you something. I just hmm. miss it. I just miss the... I miss it all. I miss the impact. I miss my bell ringing. I miss... I mean, it's the, it's the competitive stuff. And like... My, you know, right. I miss I miss the push more than it's, all. It's the it's the Toby Keith line. Like I know I can be as good once as I ever was, but 
I don't know that you're going to get more than <laughs> half a play out of me. <laughs> I don't care what it is, baby. I'm going until God don't let me go no more. Now I pretty much just work out so I can do. I need to work out. Stuff. I've literally, <laughs> I literally have not been in the gym since I broke my leg, and that was. And there's no reason for you not to be working. Like I get not wanting to work legs, but like. No, even legs. I need to work legs. Uh, you need to get in there with the cleans with me. I do. <laughs> I haven't been in the gym lifting weights. Since May of 18, 19. So it's been three years. I haven't been in the gym in three years. That's not great. But again, like, it's what you I have mean, I've been for, active. I just yeah. haven't been lifting. No, I get that. Well, and lifting is my active. Like, if right. I'm not doing that, it's maybe a jog, but usually yeah, a walk you know, around I did, here. I like, the flag football and shit, but I right. just, I haven't been in the gym lifting. I haven't been putting on... I've lifted the house with my dumbbells from every now and again. Oh, that reminds me. So two things before you leave. One, I got little mama's camera that I've been meaning to give you. Uh-huh. Two, and you're gonna think I'm crazy for saying this. I bought wrist like ankle weights, but for your wrists that are like ten pounds, that I'm gonna start that I've started doing the uh like boxing and shit with on the Oculus. Yeah, man, because they go around right here, and you can still hold the paddles and shit. Ooh. Yeah, and and by accident because it I wasn't get your cl- shoulders and your traps right. And be- yep, and because it hasn't, and because it wasn't marked clearly, like that it was two came in a pack. I got an extra pack if you want it. Oh, I do. Yeah, so make sure we get. I get that to you before you. Leave. I gotta get the the plastic though. Yeah. I just bought. I just bought one of those. Yeah, when you start sweating in that foam, well, it just feels funny. You are also in luck because, as part of all that, I bought a three pack of sweat bands. Not not the additional like mask for the Oculus, but like sweat bands that are designed to cover like here and here. Oh, really? Yeah. Now they're kind of. Lie, they're kind of girly colors, but you're gonna have a mask on anyways. I'm in the house, and when I when I'm on that Oculus, because you know, I my curtains, you can see straight in my house. My <laughs> pistol is right on the couch. Any boom, knock, bang, that motherfucker's off, and pistols in hand like John Wick. You hear what I'm saying? I just feel I I feel so I feel the same way when I'm playing. Xbox that I have the A headset on. Yeah, like I can't hear. Like people are like I was knocking. I came over and I'd be like, I didn't know. Yeah. And that makes me feel like you better have a pistol close because they could be kicking and you don't even know until right they until come you see the door, the door pop up. Right. Yeah. But yeah, no, I yeah no, that's a good idea. The Oculus alone, though. See, that's the thing, though. Like. It's funny, right? Because what game do you have for, like, did you say you play the boxing with? Is it the Creed? Still? I did the Creed for a little bit. What I'm going to do, do what I want to fight yet? No, which I want to do that. You and then you. I also want to do, I want to grab uh, Supernatural. I've never played but that's that. A, but that's also like an annual subscription. Okay. Thrill of the Fight is the best boxing game the Oculus has. Okay. 
It's the most realistic, I'll say. Gotcha. And, like, like I have people that have played on the Oculus and be like, listen, I'm getting in shape. Like, I'm ready to go some rounds. And I'll be thinking, like, like, I tell them, like, that doesn't mean anything, right? Like, yeah. Like, the conditioning that you're getting from that is just running conditioning. Right. It's just high-intensity conditioning. But the fact of the matter is, that's not fighting conditioning. Agreed, yeah. Because you are conditioning yourself to throw punches, but you're not conditioning yourself for the receiving of punches, punches as well as How that the takes your stamina. Adrenaline you dump. Tight. Yeah. You, you don't get an adrenaline dump in the VR because you're not... You're not threatened. Right. So it's like when you're fighting, yeah, you feel like I'm on high until you're in a real fight and you're like, oh, he's hitting me. He's hitting me and back. now I'm <laughs> feeling like I want to quit. It's not the same. It's not the same thing. No, like, but but to your point, like I'm not training to fight. I'm training to just. It is a, a great weight, workout, weight, though. Weight loss, and then that on, shit is a great workout. And on top of that, my doctor was getting on me because honestly, I I had more caffeine and probably a nicotine pouch before I went, and so my blood pressure was a little high. Right. And he's like, "Yeah, you like because I know my body. I, I bulk. I bulked." Like, I've bulked a little bit over the last three or four months. I think it's sodium. That's me, I'm too. high sodium. But with that, like, my blood pressure spikes because it, it always has. Like, I was in the best shape of my life in college at probably 285, but I was more cut and defined than right, I ever was right, in my right. life. And my blood pressure was through the roof then. So he was like, you, like, you got to kind of change the way you work out. Like, it's good that you're working out, but you got to change the way you work out. And so I've been doing more like hit style workouts. I believe, but I fucking hate it. However, I believe that like change the way you work out. Like I don't know if work if any of the working out would be the issue. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's usually the other things along with it, the way you're eating, (laughs) right? The nicotine, the vape. It's not just the working out. No, but I also know my body. Like, when I bulk, I, my blood pressure does go up. It always has. Right. So, yeah, I, I was hitting I the gym with... You. I was hitting the gym with... Ah, oh, damn. What did I do the other day? I was doing... Oh, I did 12 minutes, 5 reps a minute, squats for 315. And I was so fucking sore. <laughs> And I do that shit with cleans, too. Five reps a minute. So every minute doing five reps. Right. On the clock. And then I did the same thing with cleans. And cleans will get you. Like, I was doing full body, like, power cleans. Like That's a little different, though. That's not a normal workout. Well, it depends on what you're going for. Like, that's closer to, like, CrossFit shit. Yeah, 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 you're, yeah, that's what I'm saying, and that's not a normal. No, my normal was, like, four sets of six to eight, five to eight reps, and up the weight each time. Right. That's my normal workout. And now you're doing lighter. I'm doing lighter, more reps, faster pace. I don't, 
I mean, I'm no doctor, you know, but like I said, I think that that comes with other shit. I don't disagree. Like, if I were in better conditioned shape and if I could run, like that I don't would think be any doctor me. should be <laughs> how to work out. Don't work out that. Well, that's first. How to work out is first, right? Because mm-hmm. you picked your side, right? You picked science. In 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 that realm, it's two sides, right? It's physical and it's the science side of things. Yep. So you telling me to not do physical doesn't make sense because you're not physical. I will almost be more inclined to take a trainer's word at that than I would a doctor's. No, I don't just Now tell me about my cholesterol or my, you know, my blood pressure. What meds are you going to put me on now? (laughs) But don't tell me how to work out. Yeah. Because that shit almost makes me feel like, yeah, cool out. The doctor says cool mm-hmm. out. You cool out. And then you're even more fucked up. Right. Because. Well, the flip side of it is, is like, I probably, I needed to change anyways. I had plateaued a little bit. So like. Right. I'll change it up for a while. And if I see other results, then maybe I'll stay with it. Or otherwise I'll go back. I do just need to get back in there. When do you go? You go to the JCC. Though. I do. Like it's six in the morning. Tuesdays and Thursdays. They ain't let me in that bitch without a yarmulke. (laughs) Or membership. (laughs) All right. How you getting this bitch? Okay. All right. Well, sir, we've made it to two hours on episode 100. I want to say, I appreciate this, man. I love doing this show with you. And it's been a great way for us to get back together pretty much fucking weekly, which I don't think we've done since we were, I don't know, 13. Do do pheromones work on yourself? (laughs) I don't know. Are you getting turned on by yourself right now? I have been lately. (laughs) Not, Not at the moment, but I have been lately. Like, like it's not, I don't know what it is, right? Because. Nah, man, I, I believe in that from a, like, post-workout, I'm feeling myself. And I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> either I'm wasting my pheromones or they're working on myself. <laughs> I mean, in your case, it might be better that they're just working on you and no one else, so. Yeah, I think so as well. I do agree. Maybe I should love myself. <laughs> I eat beat my, my meat. meat. <laughs> Good callback. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm wasting my pheromones. I think they're good wasted, though. <laughs> it's probably for the best. I think so. I think I'm good. I think I'm good wasting them. I think I'm fine. I think they're that the good. Let's keep them in this realm. Because <laughs> I am trouble. No doubt. Listen, for anybody thinking that they thought I was attractive, trouble. <laughs> Don't do it. 
I wouldn't. And I know me. Don't do you it. You know, I used the same line a lot recently, and it's, <laughs> I'm trouble, but I'm the best kind of trouble. So. <laughs> I'm not even saying I'm the best. <laughs> I'm just trouble in general. It's up to you to figure it <laughs> out. <laughs> I just don't know if it's worth the figure. I turn myself on. When I think about me, I touch myself. Oh, I, I don't want anybody else. Oh, when I think about me, I'm jacking cock. Oh, I. And with that, do us a favor. Like, share, subscribe. Hey, 100 episodes. It'd be great if we could get to 100 subscribers. Bang, bang. Check us out. YouTube, Facebook, anywhere you get your favorite podcast. Oh, I don't want. Peace out, fools. (laughs) I touch myself.